All right. Hello, contractor pros, and welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast, episode number 10. Today, we have a guest interview that can help you learn how to grow your business from within, increase lead quality, and lower your cost to acquire new business. We're talking about email marketing, and we're joined today by Jenna Bagley, who's an advocate manager with AWeber, which is a leading email service provider and the first company to create autoresponders, which we'll talk about today. Jenna is a Penn State University graduate, so shout out to all the Nittany Lion fans out there. Got nearly 20 years of sales and sales director experience and has owned her own business, so Jenna knows what it takes to run and grow a business. Without further ado, let's say hello and get started sharing some value. Welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast for Contractors. Get actionable advice and tactics on how to grow your home service company, plus interviews with industry experts dropping value bombs in marketing, sales, and operations. And now, let's power up your home service biz with your host, Mark Ambrose of Battle Plan Marketing. Welcome to the podcast, Jenna. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on and sharing your skills and dropping some knowledge for our audience. Absolutely. I uh, always like to start things off on a little uh, light note. So what would you say is the funniest or strangest email you've ever seen? Wow, that's a great question. This might not be the funniest or the strangest, but definitely something not to do with email would be to have a subject line that has nothing to do with your message. Mm -hmm. So I've seen people who think it's very clever or smart to put something like a clickbait subject line, like meet your favorite superstar. And then they open the email and it has nothing to do with that. So make sure that your subject lines are relevant. You can still think outside the box, but make sure it ties to the message. And that's really your first impression. So don't start off by trying to deceive the subscribers or the readers into clicking your email because you won't get very far with that strategy. Indeed. I agree. We all hate spam. And even when it's coming from somebody we know or expect emails from, if it's just clickbait to open it up and it, there's no association, you're going to get a negative association with your brand. Absolutely. And the email will not be effective. So good feedback there. Thank you. So Jenna, our audience is uh, home service contractors, plumbers, electricians, solar companies, roofers. Why should they use email marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, first and foremost, they should be using email marketing to stay top of mind. And I'll give you a really good example of how that can play out. So I'm on social media. I'm pretty active. I see all of my friends and my network posting. And when they have an urgent matter or an emergency, I always see people saying, help, who do you recommend? I have a plumbing need or my roof needs fixed. And so a lot of times people are scrambling, trying to find contractors and If you are a contractor, by using email marketing and staying in touch regularly with the people that want to hear from you, then you are going to be top of mind. And not only are they not going to be sending out these SOS recommendations on social media, because they're already going to know who to call. And for their friends that do have these posts, they can recommend you. And we all know how important word of mouth and referrals are in home service businesses. So just staying on the top of 
everyone's mind so that your name is the first one that comes to mind, not only when they need you, but when they are being asked for recommendations. Totally agree. Super important. Very important. Very important. Staying connected. Absolutely. Yes. And email marketing really is the practice of building relationships with your customers and prospects. And the difference though, is that you're doing it with highly personalized emails, emails, which are tailored to each individual, but you're doing it at scale. So when you're writing your emails, you should write them as if you're writing it to one person. But the nice thing about email marketing is that you can touch so many different people at once, really making your job a lot easier. And you want to write emails that promote your company, your brand, your content, and of course, your services. And it's so important to add email marketing into your comprehensive business strategy because it's actually one of the most effective forms of marketing because it allows you to connect with your customers right in their inbox. And almost everyone in the world has email. And the majority of people say that they check their email every day, around 61% of people. So you're going to be reaching your customers and your prospects so much more effectively than any other marketing like social media or billboards or anything like that. And the nice thing about email is it puts you in control of reaching your audience. You know, I mentioned social media and it's great for building awareness with new audiences. It's absolutely part of your overall strategy. But we all heard that algorithm word, quite a buzzword these days. Hmm. But those algorithms, they significantly limit how many people you can reach. But with email, you're not fighting algorithms, you're 100% in control. There's a really cool statistic, a message, an email message is actually five times more likely to be seen in email than on Facebook. So any small business owner, any entrepreneur, any business should absolutely be incorporating email marketing into their overall comprehensive strategy. It all works together. Great Golden nuggets there, Jenna. Thank you. So, yes, staying connected to your customer is job number two after acquiring that customer and giving them great service product. But then, yes, staying connected is everything. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the customer is gone. I remember I should have looked this up before our meeting, so my apologies. But I do remember reading some stats from Harvard Business Review that said greater than 90 percent of consumers who had a good experience with the business intend to go back, but then just get lost in a busy world and don't. Uh, So if you're staying connected to them, you are going to be exactly like you said, top of mind, and you're going to help grow your referrals, your word of mouth business, and promote your business. And I love the fact that you said, write to one person. So identify who your ideal customer is, picture them, name them, detail who they are, what they do, and write to that person. Great stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of touched on it a little bit, who they should be sending their emails to. So existing customers, who else? Yeah. So, well, one of the things I love about email marketing is that it's 100% permission-based, or at least it should be if you're doing it right. So it's important that you are sending emails to people who have opted in to receive your emails because you want to send to people that want to hear from you. And that, that's going to make marketing to them so much easier. But the critical piece of successful email marketing is trust. And you have to build trust or email marketing just 
isn't going to work for you. And part of that was actually that subject line. If you're starting off your email in, in a deceiving way, then that trust is not going to be formed. Right. So super important. And being that email is permission-based, your message is so much more likely to reach them because they're waiting to hear from you. They actually took an action to say they wanted to receive your content because at some point of the customer journey, you provided some sort of value to them. You added value to their home, their life, whatever. So it's really important that they want to hear from you. If you've had recent customers who have purchased from you, say in like the last six months or so, you could add them as subscribers, but it's a really good idea to send them a subscription confirmation just to make sure that they want to continue to hear from you. And a good tip is moving forward, I would definitely add a checkbox or verbiage, letting them know that they will be added to your mailing list and can unsubscribe at any time. So really the most important part of like the who you should email is making sure it's people that want to receive your emails. And that's going to help with deliverability, bounce rates, reputation, and your overall success. Agreed there. And that does tie into your first comment of not spamming or clickbaiting in the subject line. So exactly, people who are opting in and they want that email to come to them. So great mm -hmm. stuff, exactly. And not only just your customers, but website visitors who are downloading something, you've got an automated email maybe going out to those folks, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So if I have a customer base and they have their customer base, excuse me, uh, how often should they be sending email to that customer base, would you say, Jenna? Well, regular content is going to keep your subscribers engaged and they're going to remember who you are and you're always going to stay top of mind, which we mentioned at the beginning was so important. When you're sending regularly, it drives traffic to your website if you have one uh, or if you have a blog or a YouTube series on a regular basis. And then Google really likes that. So that's going to help you with your search when people are searching for plumber or roofer. So driving regular traffic to your website is always a good idea. A regular newsletter also helps you sell your product or service, and it gets people's attention. If your subscribers love it, they're going to recommend it to their friends. And then those friends will subscribe, which grows your list. And you know whatever you decide for your cadence, there's really no right or wrong way. I mean, I wouldn't say once every six months, right? That's just too infrequent. But whatever you decide, whether it's a weekly email, a monthly, bi-weekly, every day, depending on what kind of value you can add, make sure you're setting the expectation with your customers and your subscribers. And then and most importantly, stick to it. So if you say you are going to receive it, a newsletter for me once a week, Make sure once a week you're sending that. Right. Try to pick the same day of the week and that will help you not only stay on task, but it'll help your customer predict or when to expect that email. And I've seen so many customers are say, oh my gosh, I skipped a week and I had people emailing me saying, where is my weekly email? <laughs> so you'll find that your customers are going to start to rely and depend on your email. So figure out what your cadence looks like and make sure you stick to it. There's not an exact science, send every week, send every month. It's whatever works for you. Obviously want to deliver enough value that it's not redundant. You're not sending the same thing every week. Right. So if you don't have enough content to warrant a weekly 
email newsletter, then that's okay. Just say, I'm going to send a monthly newsletter or every six weeks or whatever that is. Just make sure that you have enough content to justify whatever cadence you pick. If you are sending newsletters that are super long and take 10 minutes for people to read, then obviously you're not sending frequently enough. You need to break them down into more digestible kind of nuggets every week or in a, in a quicker cadence. Well, that's great advice. So yes, regularity is the key there. So more than the time frame in between. Exactly. You just want to be consistent because when people start getting your emails, they're going to come to look forward to them if you are adding value to your customer. Right. Which leads me perfectly into what kind of content should they be sending? So are they just constantly promoting their own services and product? No. And that's the key. What I would say is first, before anything, And you kind of touched on this. You want to think about who your ideal customer is and what interests might they have, what challenges, what pain points maybe they experience, who influences their opinions, and where do they go and who do they trust for information? So really kind of dig deep and think about this. Who's your ideal client? And this is going to really inform your email marketing strategy. It's going to help you determine what content to create what opt-in incentives or lead magnets you're going to offer, and what to write in your emails. You don't want it to be salesy all the time because remember I said this is about trust and you have to build that trust over time before you can ask for the sale. And that's really true in any niche or any industry that you're in. Email marketing is about the long game. Don't be afraid to talk about your products and services in a way that offers value. So if you have a special that's going on or a free consultation. Absolutely talk about that. But you don't want it to be all about you. You want it to be all about your customer and how you can help them and how you help them solve their problems. That's great advice. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a couple different kinds of content that you should be sending. So first up would be a welcome series. This is a group of emails that are set up to automatically send to your subscribers after they first join your list. So these are the emails that welcome people. It sets the tone. This is really going to help increase your long-term game and your engagement like I talked about. And plus, this is important because traditionally, your welcome email has the best open rate of any email that you will send. Mm -hmm. And this is where in the welcome series, you're going to want to set that expectation of this is how often I'm going to email you. And then that way, you've kind of set the tone and they can go, oh, okay, I'm going to hear from them once a week, once a month, whatever that may be. So That's great advice. Yeah, always set the expectations. So any new subscriber that gets that gets on your list is going to get this welcome series. And and it's done through automation, which is really cool. A second kind of piece of content that you want to send is that newsletter. We kind of touched on that. This is an email you send on a regular basis. Whatever that is, is up to you. That's helpful to your audience. So maybe you're sending once a month newsletter. And these are going to be things that your customer is going to find value in. So maybe it's a plumber and he's sending his monthly newsletter and in there it's going to be different articles or different blog posts or different types of plumbing fixtures or anything like that that might 
help your audience. It could be a checklist. It could be anything. And the nice thing about the newsletters is that you don't have to create all the content for it. Some people might think, wow, like I'm not a marketer. I'm not a copywriter. I don't know what to write. And that's okay because you could create content or you could curate content and both are fine. And you could do a mixture of both of these strategies, but you could find articles that other people wrote and you're sharing them in your newsletter. So don't think that you have to reinvent the wheel and create all this content. Just keep it simple. And remember your number one goal with these newsletters is to provide value and stay top of mind with your customers. I really like that. A lot of really good points in there, starting with your customer's pain point, maybe top 10 questions and answers, their problems you had uh, referred to. Looks like a welcome series is your automated email, going out Mm -hmm. automated, could be one or more. Mm -hmm. And then your newsletter is going out on your regular schedule. I love that. Create or curate content. So you can send out how-to tips and things like that that you get either internally from your own skill and knowledge or that you're curating from externally. Great stuff. What you said, because one of the great components of a newsletter is including your frequently asked questions. And you don't have to put them all out in one email. You could drip them across several different emails. And don't be afraid to ask your subscribers what they want to hear. So it's perfectly okay in one of your newsletters to say, hey, what would you like to see in future newsletters? What content, what questions, what problems do you have? And maybe it's like, let's say I'm Bob the plumber. Maybe it's like ask Bob segment in every newsletter and people can send in their questions and you can answer. It's like dear Abby, but for home service contractors. So that's a great idea. Get creative, but keep it simple. Don't get intimidated or overwhelmed. You're just helping your customers. Yeah. Well, that was the key that in everything you said recently here. So everything was providing value. But I also liked how you said, don't be afraid to sell also. So we had talked prior to this podcast about a book by Gary Vaynerchuk, Jab, 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 Right Hook, I believe it's entitled, which is about giving the jabs or giving value. And the right hook is, oh, by the way, we sell something. And you can even do that over a series of emails, jab, 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 and then right hook, or within one email. So you can provide a lot of helpful content and then at the end, sell whatever's related to that, as long as it's related. So it's not similar to your opening comment where we're clickbaiting them and then trying to sell them something totally different. Right, and if you've provided enough value over time, when you do send that email that's asking them to purchase your products, your services, it's not going to be as big of like, oh, wow, like they want me to spend money. It's right. going to be natural. Like, oh, Bob, yes, I right. need that in my life. And thank you. <laughs> They're going to be thanking you for offering that. And so okay. don't be afraid to let them know you are a business, but you don't want to just be all relationship and, and not be able to let people know that they can purchase from you because that's really important because a lot of times solving their problems mean that they have to pay for a service. So just keep that all in mind. You just don't want to be hitting people over the head with pay me, pay me, pay me. It's I've given you all these things. And in the moment that you need 
Because a lot of these things like solar panels or a bathroom reno or a brand new roof, these are not daily needs that that most customers have. It's going to be a certain time and place, right? So when your roof has a leak or you're going to sell your home and you know that it needs a whole new roof, so you're going to be proactive and do it now. When that time comes that they need your services, they are going to go with you. It's just a matter of kind of when I said it's a long game, waiting it out, providing value, 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 and boom, when they need you, they're going to call. Exactly. And it is a long game. And you do need to provide value because, as you mentioned, if you are just, uh, I forgot how you put it, but if you are just selling, you are going to find your unsubscribe list growing quicker than your subscribe list. Definitely. And, And then you have nothing of value. Okay, so Jenna, so you mentioned that you spoke about automation several times in there. So let's talk about, uh, for our listeners, tags and segmentation and how they can help and make the email powerful and even provide a better user experience for that matter. Yeah, definitely. I mean, automation, simply put, is when you set up a series of emails to send automatically at a specific time. So with it, you can connect with a person at every stage of their buyer journey. So from them being a prospect to a customer to a raving fan and advocate of yours, you can build a relationship with an individual over the long term. And the best part about this is it runs on autopilot. So you're creating connections and increasing your revenue while you work on other aspects of your business. And I can guarantee that no one listening to this came into their business saying, I want to be an email marketing expert. You're all doing the job that hopefully you're passionate about that you're really good at. And so marketing and email might not be part of that. So automation allows you to save time so you can work on getting customers and booking those projects and getting those bids out and all of those things. And what's nice is you can set up a single series automation. And that's when a person subscribes to your list and then they're automatically sent email one then maybe some time passes, then email two, time passes, then email three, et cetera. And it goes in a sequence. Or you can set up series with action-based automation. So that kind of leads into what you asked about tags and, and segmentation. So this just makes your email more powerful and creates a better user experience. And what I mean by that is... When you tag, which is like a short like keyword or a phrase to a specific subscriber, you can deliver like super relevant content to them that they're going to be most interested in. And then they're going to open, click, and ultimately purchase more. And so essentially, these tags are how you categorize and group your subscribers based on their interests or behaviors or other shared attributes. So an example would be, let's go back to like a bathroom reno. Maybe you have people who are interested in a bathroom reno or a kitchen renovation. So you might not send the same content to both of those customer groups because if I'm doing my bathroom, I don't care about kitchen stuff and vice versa. So if you tag, you know, bath reno, you could send just that segment content about bathroom remodeling, or, you know, if it's that the kitchen segment, 
you can send them different content just for them. And there's tons of different examples that you could have for this. Maybe they live in a townhome versus a single family home. Maybe they have an HOA versus they don't have an HOA Mm -hmm. or different developments in your service area. I mean, the possibilities are endless. They are. You know, you could even tag subscribers based on how you acquire them. Did you import them? Did they sign up on your Facebook page? Did they sign up from your website? Did they enter a contest that you were having or a giveaway? Maybe they requested a free quote through your website. So you could tag them with free quote and then you might send them different content that you would send someone that's already a paying customer or even create a segment of your inactive subscribers and then send them a reactivation email to try and get them to engage. I like that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. We tag openers of the email and then we send different emails to them versus the ones who didn't open it. Exactly. As as one of a billion examples. Uh, Another one we just did, we did a six-part broadcast email series out to the whole customer base. And then we redrafted those emails into a six-part series, but a little bit different. And then it became an opt-in on the pages on that website that referred to that topic. So you could download, and which takes that visitor through the buyer's journey. Mm -hmm. They don't just go from, I think I'm interested in that, to a free trial or discount. You have to take them all through that journey. So tags, segmentation, email automation, absolutely awesome for that. Yeah, I agree. What if they have a small customer base and they don't have a large list right now, Jenna? How do they grow that list? Yeah, so one of the easiest way to grow your list is by adding sign up form to your blog or website. And this allows you to capitalize on the visitors that you're already getting to your site. And you can easily, with AWeber, create a sign up form to collect your subscribers' information, add them to your email list. We have tons and tons and dozens actually of customizable templates. And you can just simply make it your own, add your colors, your branding, add it to your website, and you can even add it to your Facebook page. And if you don't have a website, you can create a a landing page. And every AWeber customer has access to a free landing page builder and, and will host your landing page. So that's a great way to grow. If you don't already have a web presence, you can with a landing page. I saw that. That's excellent. Even allow videos on those landing pages. I know. I love it. It's (laughs) been been so well received and we're super pumped about it. Yes. Um, And a video on your landing page is awesome. Of course, if you don't have a website, you should. So shame on you. Another way would be our mobile signup form app. So if you do a lot of in-person interactions, for in-person interactions, you could use our mobile signup form. So we have AWeber's Atom app and you just pull it up on your phone or your tablet and they can input their name and email right there. It's so easy and simple. I like that a lot. So the service person in the field doing a repair or installation at a home when they're done can ask, would you like to be in our newsletter list and let them sign up right there? Yes? Exactly. It's that easy. Another great way of growing your email list is to integrate with tools that you're already using in your business. So for example, if you accept PayPal payments, you can add your buyers to your email list automatically through PayPal integration. We also did a major update on our WordPress plugin. So you can easily get people who are interested in your website and your content 
already subscribed to your email list. So that's a really easy way. This one is a little creative, but it could really be impactful. You could run a Facebook contest to collect subscribers. So contests are really perfect for drumming up excitement and attracting new subscribers. So you could think about running a contest with a a valuable prize and a, a short entry period. That's key and promote it on your on your website and social media. So maybe it's a coupon towards your services or product. It could be a free consultation if that's not something you already do. So really think about your business and what would be a good prize and get people excited. Mm-hmm. And they could enter the contest in exchange for giving you their email. They so could fun, fun to join the list. Exactly. And then Offer an incentive, like a downloadable PDF. This is going to demonstrate your business's value off the get-go and get you subscribers. So, I mean, I think we can all agree people love free stuff. So incentives can be super simple. Think about your customer and what would they find helpful. So one that I think would be great is, you know, it's spring right now, maybe like a spring cleaning checklist Mm -hmm. of things around the home. So... If you are an air conditioning service contractor, maybe you're going to have a spring checklist of all the things that they're supposed to do in the spring season to get ready for summer. And then likewise, another checklist in the fall of what they should be doing to get ready for winter. So that's a super simple one. You don't have to get crazy with it. Just think of what your customer is going to find valuable. Because again, it's always going back to that value and how we can solve problems. And it could be as simple as a checklist or a guide on how to properly take care of your roof or anything like that. So be creative. That's great stuff. And, you know, that segues right into direct response marketing. We can touch on that just real shortly. We're not fans of marketing blindly or advertising blindly or branding for service contractors for most of them, unless you're national or big regional. So all your advertising, all your marketing should require a response. So we're big believers in what you call lead magnet. So giving away free guides, free checklists, et cetera. It's hard to get the customer or the prospect from interest to sale and even discounts and free trials or free quotes. That's still a large jump across a big you know, ocean that they have yet to cross. So you need to take them through. So we're fans of giving information out uh, that they can download that they want. And then you can take them through that email series, through the buyer's journey, and now you've captivated them. So great stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, let's kind of wrap it up a little bit. Is there a myth about email marketing that you'd like to debunk? Oh, yeah, this is a great question. One of the myths I see out there, and I feel like a lot of people are are talking about, is that email is dead. And I'm here to tell you, it is not. Email is just as important as it ever was. It's just as important to get your customers connected, build that relationship, all the awesome things that we've already talked about. Email has really kind of had a resurgence, I would say. And If you're not using email in your marketing platform, you are missing out. Big time. You're essentially leaving money on the table. You really are. The possibility of losing your existing clients over time. 
Yeah. And we don't want you to be the one where the customer said, oh, I would totally use them again, but I forget who they are. I can't remember their name. I don't have their phone number. And then they are going in panic mode to the depths of Google or to social media with that SOS that we've talked about. So email is not dead. It's as alive as ever. It is the most effective way of marketing. And it's the most effective way of continuing those relationships. And let's face it, home service contractors, it's all about loyalty, about word of mouth and by referrals. So do not leave money on the table by not keeping your name out there with your customers. Exactly. And it costs you you very little, let's say, to draft an email and hit a button. Yeah. And I tell people this all the time when they say, well, I can't afford email marketing. You can afford email marketing. You can't afford not to because say, you know, you're paying $19 a month and you reach one more customer, you've more than paid for your email marketing. So keep the big picture in mind that email more than pays for itself over and over again by the exponential growth of your revenue and your customer base. Absolutely. Like you said earlier, staying connected, increasing word of mouth, increasing referrals. In fact, if you're going to sell your home service business, the buyer is probably just buying your customer base. Maybe your tools and equipment, but really they're going after what they want is the customer base. And if you've been nurturing that customer base and you have a good mailing list, an engaged mailing list, doesn't even have to be big, just engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, that's incredibly value, adds great value to the company if you're looking to sell it. Yeah, and you kind of brought up a good point. And something I want everyone to know is your email list, quantity is not more important than quality. So you could have thousands of people on your list, but if they're not engaging, it doesn't matter. Say you had 100 people on your list, but the majority are opening your emails and clicking and engaging, then that's a far superior list than the one that's thousands deep. So keep that in mind. Engagement is paramount. Totally agree there. Okay, let's see. Uh, So, you know, we've talked a lot about AWeber and it's what we use and what what we recommend to all our, in fact, that we require all our clients actually to get on it so we can master one platform and and not be, uh, or dozens of them. So lots of choices for email platforms. Why should businesses look and choose AWeber. Yeah, so we've been an industry leader in email marketing since 1998. And since then, it's really been our mission to not only do email marketing really well, but to also make it powerful, yet extremely simple for our customers to use. And at the end of the day, our goal is to provide a solution that helps our customers grow their businesses. We want to take the complication out of email and make it super simple so that everyone can use it. We have a lot of cool features. One of them is Smart Designer. So I I mentioned we strive to really bring powerfully simple tools to anyone who wants to use email marketing. You know, it, it could be daunting for people who are just getting started and really even those who've been in the industry for a long time. So with the Smart Designer, we thought, well, what if we were to remove the design aspects out of creating an email? Mm-hmm. And that would leave so much more time for folks to focus on the other aspects of their business. So that's how Smart Designer can help. It actually just uses your website URL, and then it creates beautiful, customizable templates that you could use, and it does it in seconds. 
which is your few choices. I saw that. So yes, very good. Yeah. And it keeps you, it'll pull in your logo. It'll pull in your colors of your website. And we did that because we want to make sure that you're keeping the same tone and voice and feel of your brand because consistency is really key. Um, when you want your audience to have like familiarity and brand recognition, when they open your emails, it shouldn't be like completely like off the wall. It should resonate with all of your branding and, and everything that they're already used to. So Smart Designer really keeps that consistency by pulling like images, copy, color schemes, all that. So that's a really cool feature you should definitely try if you haven't already. We have landing pages, which we talked about. And some other things that really set us apart are our deliverability. So we work extremely hard to get your messages in the inbox and not the spam folder. And that's something that we're really known for. And our 24-7 customer solutions, it's the best support team out there. We're available any day of the week, any time of the day, because we know as small business owners, you're not traditionally working on your email marketing from nine to five. So we (laughs) want to make sure that we are there and ready to help you with anything that you might need. So sorry, I didn't mean to step on your foot at the end. No, no worries. We love how easy it is to set up automation and, and segmentation and tags in it. So we're big fans. We promote it. Happy you came on board here. All golden nuggets. Thank you, Jenna. Is there anything maybe I didn't ask that you'd like to add that may benefit the audience? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take anything away from this. I hope it's an easy four-step strategy that we recommend. So set expectations on your email sign-up form. And we talked about this. Explain how often they're going to get emails, what kind of content you're going to send. Make sure you reiterate that expectation in your welcome email. Deliver emails with content that you promise. And then finally, just clean your email list regularly to remove subscribers that no longer want your emails. That'll help keep things a little organized. But my number one best piece of advice is keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate your emails. Create a sign-up form, create an automated welcome email, and just get started. I like that. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Great stuff, uh, Jenna. Thank you for that. Uh, For our listeners, if you'd like more information and a link to AWeber, go to uh, battleplanmarketing.com forward slash email. Or you can go direct to AWeber at battleplan.aweber.com and get a free trial over there. A disclaimer, we are affiliate partners with AWeber. So if you sign up with them using our link, we get paid a commission. But as always, we only promote what we use ourselves every day and for our client. So we hope our listeners got some helpful value from this interview on email marketing, which you should all be doing. Uh, Thanks for sharing your time with us. And thank you, Jenna, for sharing your time, skills, and expertise with our audience. We highly appreciate it. Absolutely. No problem. Happy to help. Thank Thank you you. for having me. Thank you. Great day, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast. To power up your home service business, for show notes, visit battleplanmarketing slash podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share it on social. Until next time.